This is the Yob ConvoCast. One-on-one conversations with your other brother's authors, community members, supporters, and friends. What's up, friends? And welcome to the Yob ConvoCast. Conversations with people in and around this Yob universe. And I am so excited. I'm always excited when we have a first-time guest. And not only is he a first-time guest, he is also taking the honor of my first-time in-person studio guest. He is here in the Jewel of the Blue Ridge, here in my studio. I'm not recording this over a Zoom line hundreds of miles away from my other guests. He's one of our, I feel like, semi-original supporters. You're like early mid-range supporters. And his name is Dan. What's up, Dan? Hey. What's up? You're you go back like five four years. Four years? Okay, I was gonna yeah, say four, almost four years in December. Wow. Christmas Happy... 2017. Was it really? Yeah. That season? Yeah. Was it Christmas Day or was it Christmas season that you joined? No, it was like around the 20th or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Around my birthday. Very, very nice. That's awesome. The fact that you're still here four years later speaks to the magic of our community. That's right. It's a magical place. <laughs> it's a magical place. and Full of fairies and pixie dust. And you're a magical man. Thank you for... I mean, how does it feel to have that honor to be the first person to ever record in this room with me? That's got to be special. You know, I'm not surprised. I've had a lot of firsts with you. Uh, we were talking about that last night, yeah. And so I'm not, I'm not surprised. It's just kind of the luck of the job for me, you know. Yeah, I'm it's hoping the lot in life I have. It's the lot in life you have. I'm hoping that we will have more of our Patreon supporters because I think there's a lot of interesting people out there that would make for great convo cast. But let's start with you. You're the, you're here. We've had one other one. Shout out to uh, Keegan. I think I'm trying to think if he is our only other Patreon supporter at this point to come on the convo cast. We have other contributors and other um, authors on, on Yab who have contributed to these episodes. But tell the people, since a lot of people listening are like, who is Dan? Not to be confused with Daniel. We're calling you Dan on this show because if they see Daniel, they're going to assume it's our Filipino, Londonian correspondent. So that is not you, right? Yeah, and I don't think I'll ever be confused for a Filipino Londonian. You know. No, not at all. Londoner? I think it's a Londoner. Maybe a Londoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Londoner. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's Londoner. Um, shout out to Daniel. We might have him on soon. So we'll see. It'd be funny if we had back to back episodes of, of, Daniels. of Daniels. One, two, very, because you're a very different Daniel. Tell the people a little about yourself, whatever you're comfortable sharing. Yeah. Who are you? I am a 30 something millennial. 30 proud something. of that. Mm hmm. Uh, work in healthcare. Uh, healthcare hero over you here. You are a hero. <laughs> <laughs> COVID uh, hero in our midst, y'all. Right. Uh, here. Live in. Don't really have a home right now. Wandering the earth. Um, Enneagram six counterphobic. Part of the. I mean, you just got to get that in there uh, whenever you can. So mm. living life, having some fun while doing it. Visiting the good beautiful. fun, safe fun. Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Visiting the beautiful Blue Ridge. It's a rainy day right now. It's a rainy day. But sad, you're here. Yeah. Rainy day, sad day. Um, but, you know, some people like that. You got to have 
Um, I love it. Different strokes for different folks. So. I love it, except our plans, we're, we're morphing our plans because you're visiting for a couple of days. We're going to go on the Blue Ridge Parkway today, which is, it's America's scenic byway. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's cloudy, so I don't think we're doing that today. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it would just be a, a drive on a wet road. That would, that would be what that would be. But we'll see. You're coming at a good time, though, because the leaves are pristine. They're yeah, the leaves beautiful. are pristine. Driving in yesterday was quite wonderful. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna check those out. But yeah, you mentioned being an Enneagram six. We have a lot of sixes in our community. One of our most represented numbers, along with nines, fours, and twos. I think that's like ninety percent of our community right there. So hey guys. So six representation. We don't have a lot of six representation on the podcast, unfortunately. So the fact that you're here gives a voice. Now I don't know how many counterphobic. We, we're not going to dive into Enneagram too deeply because that's. That's another show. We'll have an Enneagram show one day, but that's not for this. But um, if there is a counterphobic six listening, you are represented finally at Walmart. Yeah. You're our first yeah. one. So yeah, welcome. <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> alone, truly. Um, so Dan, lots of firsts. I wanted to talk to you because we have spent a considerable amount of time together on the good old road. Indeed, we have. We have gone some places. Um, yeah, I helped you move across the country once. And one of my favorite memories with you was we were in, it was in New Mexico, I think. And we parked on a one-way, like oh, not a one-way street, yeah. but like it wasn't technically a one-way street. But I mean, it was in a sense that we were driving a U-Haul. It was a dead end. It was a dead end street. Yeah, yeah. So there's no way to loop around basically. And... We were trying to park at an Airbnb that you had booked and we get to the, we start progressing down this street and you're towing, you're also towing a vehicle in the U-Haul and we're moving down the end of the street and you have like no way to turn back around. Right. <laughs> and Dan is great at a lot of things. Do you want to tell us, yeah, how that progressed? Because you were, you were, you were in charge. This is your journey. This yeah, is your, it was my journey. So tell us what was going through your mind as you're ferrying your vehicle with a giant u-haul down a street that dead ends yeah i was like i've got to I, I don't know what i was gonna do i mean my mind was racing um but uh didn't sleep just went to bed that whole night tried tried to back it up and that just wasn't gonna happen because like i said dan's great at a lot of things but backing up a trailer is it's not one of them unfortunately my midwest roots are not showing there uh and then went to Tried to go to bed just to sleep on it, trying to just like uh, trust the Lord that he had taken care of me. Mm -hmm. And he did that next morning. Um, some uh, local firemen that lived across the street that had just gotten off work um, helped helped us and, and helped me um, and got it all off. And I was like, oh, yes, turned it, turned, we, it, turned it around and made it work. We enlisted the help of a fireman. Yeah. Wasn't that amazing? It was, <laughs> great, it was great. It was a like a 60-year-old getting ready to retire guy and his son-in-law who were both firemen who had just gotten off the night before. And mm. I was like, man, way to go, America. America. Yeah. And then the, so that was, I mean, it was, it's, it's kind of funny and quirky looking back on it. At the time, it was kind of traumatic. It was like, oh gosh, <laughs> how do we get this car to turn around, yeah. this whole truck system to turn back around so we can get out of this neighborhood? But, but it worked out. And then, and then that trip was such a, a gamut of emotions because then on the other side of that trip, if you remember, my grandfather passed away 
while we were eating breakfast at a restaurant in I guess it was Albuquerque. I don't know. Village Inn in Albuquerque. In Albuquerque, yeah. Yeah, I got the call or I got the text from my dad that my grandfather passed away. And he had been, he had a stroke several years ago. He was not doing well. So it was, it was expected. It wasn't a, a out of the blue thing, but, but that was the first time I've lost, I've lost a couple distant family members over the years, just a couple. Um, I've been very blessed as far as family members and longevity, but, but yeah, losing my grandfather on that trip was definitely the biggest gut punch I've had as far as losing losing a family member goes and I experienced that with with you on that trip and I will oh there are moments where yeah you just never forget where you are when things happen in life and that's that's one that jumps out yeah y'all we were sitting at a booth I was sitting when we were eating he had his phone in his hand and he just looked at me and said he just died and I'm like oh my gosh just so matter of fact I was like oh man because I, I, did I tell you? I think I told you that my grandfather was Yeah, he was, sick. I think like, he was like in hospice or something. You were aware, yeah, he was in a hospice care. So, um, so yeah, I was, I was, I had to change plans because I had this big plan of like, you were going to fly me back to where I left my car in St. Louis, I think. Um, and then I was going to drive back and visit some people on the way to Pennsylvania because I kind of in my head planned it out like, okay, I'm going to go be in Pennsylvania when my grandfather passes and and then be there for the funeral and services and all that. Um, and he died a little sooner maybe than I was expecting as far as my travel plans go. So we had to do, luckily it was toward the end of our trip. Like that was toward the end of our trip together. And and we still had like a week until the funeral was planned. So I was able to fly, fly back in time, but had to cancel a bunch of stops that I had wanted to see. And just kind of the nature of that is that you have to roll with the punches, but it is what it is. And um, you were so supportive. It was just, I can't imagine Dan like being with, with anyone else for such a revelation. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for supporting and loving me so well during my first family loss, my first significant family loss. It's appreciated. Hashtag loyal. He's a loyalist, y'all. Find you a six to be with you when your loved ones pass away. <laughs> You'll be there. You'll a be six there. that loves you. There are sixes who don't, but to be fair, there are other numbers on the Enneagram that don't love you well either. And we talked about this a little <laughs> bit last night. Like we, we, you said something very wise last night as we're going back into Enneagram talk, which happens with us a lot. But you said something last night to the effect of every number is kind of the worst in a way. Because if you're unhealthy, regardless of what type you are, then you're just an unhealthy person. But if you're healthy... By contrast, every number is also the best. Yeah. Except for, well, we won't name numbers on we this show. We won't name numbers, yeah. <laughs> we we have a, name numbers. We have a synchronicity as far as kind of our favorite or least favorite numbers. But but you lean into your seven wing a lot now lately, which I appreciate because I love the adventure silly side of sevens that kind of bring balance to the force of my my dark, sad, foreboding self. You yeah, know? I have been. It's been fun. Been letting it fly, baby, fly. Fly, baby, fly. I have one kidney. Does that concern you as someone involved in healthcare? Do you think I'm okay? What are my odds? I think you're very fine. Okay. <laughs> have you encountered many one kidneyed people in your in your career? Um, I don't know. You don't look that far. I mean, you would have to get a, a CT scan, and we don't right. we don't put everyone through a scanner. Gotcha. So. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Did you have any kind of reaction when you learned that your friend only has one kidney or that I had an autoimmune disease? What was what was going through your mind as a clinical minded person? 
I was like, what in the world is happening to him? Were you trying to diagnose me when yeah, I was sick? Yeah, of course. I was like, what is going on? Mm. And the fact that you're, uh, uh, you were losing so much blood made no sense to me. Mm. Your joints hurt. I was like, this is so weird. I'd never heard of GPA before. But yeah, I was losing blood. My joints were hurting. There's just so many weird autoimmune diseases out there that I, I mean, most, most healthcare providers have never interacted with. I mean, you have to go yeah. to like a rheumatologist like you do. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Well, it satisfies my four heart to be so unique because <laughs> it does. three out of every hundred thousand people get this. And I'm so blessed. Wow, so fortunate, you know? So, well, yeah. Right. And I did all the odds. Like, what are the odds of someone getting granulomatosis with polyangitis and only having one kidney? <laughs> it's yeah. astronomical. Yeah. I am such a, and being attracted to men. Yeah. And I mean, I could keep getting super niche, but, but isn't that amazing how special I am? Is it niche or niche? Um, I always say niche. Niche kind of gives me an air of pride or um, uppityness. That's kind of yeah. the vibe I get if you say niche. Yeah. Pretense. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Dan, you know, in my head, I, I was joking with you that I have all the topics in my head and I should have written them down because I was supposed to open up with this question with you. So let me, let me, let me, I mean, this is going to play in real time. So pretend like this was the very first question I asked you. Okay. Are you ready? <clears throat> Why are you gay? <laughs> oh, that's sad that you didn't ask me that the first time. I know. That would have been fantastic. That would have set the tone so well, right? And it's, I'm really annoyed with myself now because we were talking about Daniel, our Londoner. <laughs> Our Filipino yeah. Londoner friend um, who loves that video. I mean, if you guys don't know, there's a YouTube video. You, you have to check it out. If you just type in, why are you gay? You will you will find it. If you haven't delighted yourself to this video, you will enjoy it. And I think, Dan, if my memory serves me right, I'm pretty sure I introduced that video to you. You probably did. I think I did. I think you did, yeah. Because I think I said that to you once and you were like, what is that? What, what do you, you, what do you, you say? <laughs> <laughs> it's like an interview. Yeah, you got, it's like an African channel interview something it's it's fantastic of, of someone who's trans not gay and so right. it's like it's a guy trying to understand yeah, yeah. Like what is just no context for <laughs> so just leans over what are you gay what? <laughs> yeah and daniel, uh, daniel loves it it's uh it's a beloved video in our community so i meant to start off with that but oh well, well just pretend that's how we started for time yeah. traveling now that the interview not this isn't an interview. This is a conversation. Conversation. It's a convo. Um, convo. Now that it's like over halfway over, just pretend like that's how we started. Not to be confused with a convocation, a conversation. Right. right. That's what we called the convocations we had to go to in college. Because mm. anyway, you went to Bible college. No, just a liberal arts Christian school. Okay. Um, Daniel, though, I need to bring this up. So in our closing minutes, <laughs> this this whole interview is in reverse. This whole conversation is in reverse because I want to start off too with the fact that one of my first memories of you was you attended our first retreat. Indeed. That's where I met you, Thomas. Yeah. That's where we first met in person. So this would have been 2018. You mentioned earlier that you joined Yab Christmas of 2017. So this was just like five months later. 
Five months later. Five months later, which I give you props. There's a lot of people in our community who would never dare dream of going it's on like a jobber's retreat. Tackle the fear before it <laughs> tackles you. Five months into joining, you just were, you were all about it. Um, but one of, yeah, my very first memory of you, cause like we have, you know, at that time we had some, I don't know what the exact number was, but we had over a hundred patrons. So I can't possibly know every single person. And so I had seen your name. I, you know, I recognized your name, but I had never, you had never been on a zoom call, never seen like other than your Facebook photo, didn't really know what you looked like three dimensionally or anything. And so we had a pre-retreat zoom call to kind of say what this was. This is our first retreat. Like we wanted to just kind of give everybody some sort of baseline of, expectations and what to pack and what to bring and what to expect when you come. And so we had like 30, 35 people pop up on this Zoom call, our biggest Zoom call we had ever done in Yab to that point. Um, and as we're taking questions, cause I opened it up to questions after we did everything. And I see Dan, this guy, you had like long hair at the time, like down to your shoulders. It was like, who is this hippie surfer dude? That's raising totally raising his hand because there was there were a couple of people who raised their hands but for the most part everybody there was just kind of chilling just watching you know it's like i think everyone was trying to trying feel to it out. and so all of a sudden yeah this like surfer dude raises his hand and you ask the most out of left field question i was not anticipating you were like so is it okay if i bring a hammock and i just sleep outside <laughs> You you wanted nothing to do with sleeping in the cabins, the intimate cabins where we had like 30 bunk beds lined up like military barracks. You wanted yeah, none of yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy because a couple days later, someone that I knew texted me the same thing, said something about what about the camaraderie? And I'm like, <laughs> what? Oh, and because I was thinking like, Cabin in the woods, like being outside, camping. I'm not a huge outdoorsy person, but I'm like not a small outdoorsy person either. Mm. And uh, I was like, I have a, a great uh, hammock. It would have been fun. Like, like maybe have some other guys do that too. But no, I get all the criticism <laughs> of what are you doing? Why are you sleeping outside? And then I like, oh, felt bad, but whatever. But you did it, right? Did you sleep? I did. The first night, I didn't sleep. It was so cold. Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. rained. Yeah. The first retreat, you guys, for those that were there, you know, it was a monsoon, like, the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. it, sun, Indeed. skies lifted the last morning. But, like, basically, that whole retreat was indoors, under patty, under, like, covered roofs outside. It was it was crazy. But, but that's so special because cause you were so bold to, like, ask an out-of-left-field question. I was like, who is this? guy asking if he can sleep outside and, and and in my back of my mind i was i also was wondering like but what don't you want to join the camaraderie of sleeping besides yeah. all these snoring people no, that keep not you at all <laughs> but that's your that's your sickness and it's funny because yeah that night there was a campfire um that was going nearby and you were you were there in your hammock and i just sat up there next to you in a chair across from you and was just starting to talk to you about the Enneagram and I had no idea. I was very big into it. And I had no idea if you were into it or anything. And you started talking about being a six and, and at that time, I'm pretty sure I had never really had a conversation with a self-identified six. Like I don't think I ever had that. And so you filled me in on a little bit about how you're wired and what you are all about. All and, of my angst. And we talked about other aspects of the Enneagram. It was so great. Like that is there are a lot of friends where I honestly, I, I struggled to remember, like, how did we, like, what was our first interaction? How did we become friends? But I became friends with Dan 
while he was being an outsider sleeping in a hammock outside of our first retreat. And then we had a conversation about the Enneagram. That was how we started. That's it. And one of the highlights, um, I feel like we have to talk about this. Okay. You have a quick story. Go for it. Quick story. I don't know if it's a quick story, but we're going to try. We have a couple minutes. Go for Uh, it. We were doing uh, some stuff in Texas on the San Antonio River Walk. We were in San Antonio. If anyone is familiar with the horrific lime scooters that litter our cities, um, San Antonio is one of those cities. I'm sure still is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were on the San Antonio River Rock. I'm sure we were making people mad left and right. Um, and we were getting ready to get off. To, we were heading to the Alamo, getting ready to get off and... It Hold was, on, don't glaze over that. We were going to see the Alamo, one of America's treasured landmarks. We were scootering to the Alamo. We were scootering to the Alamo. We were like 15 minutes away. And um, I'm getting a little annoyed at the people in my way. Just like, can you guys get out of the way, please? And I finally passed some people. Like the exit is like, I can see the exit to go up like that. The, the river walk in San Antonio is down like a trench and then you go up to like streets and stuff. And we were trying to get up to the street, the sidewalk to get up to the street. Um, I could see it um, and it was a little wet. I was kind of veering back and forth going probably a little too fast mm-hmm. and just ate it and landed. Um, I hit my hiney if you will, my bottom for the uh, child's listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, I think I just broke my butt. <laughs> and lo and behold, I lifted my arm up and saw my right wrist was a Z. and Which is not the shape that it's supposed to be. Ever, right, right ever. And You're a nurse, you know, you work in healthcare. And I <laughs> made contact, eye contact with Tom. Got straight into go mode. Tom, I just broke my arm. We have to find an ER. Let's go. So this is how, yeah, this is how differently wired people are because I was like 20 yards behind Dan when this happened. I saw him go down and I was like, oh my gosh, I hope he's okay. Just thinking that maybe he sprained his knee or scraped something or whatever. My knee that didn't get I get to him. He looks me in the (laughs) eye, says, I broke my arm. We need to go. And my heart just drops because I go into freeze mode. I think when catastrophic things happen, you know, between the three options of fight, flight, or freeze, like I'm a freezer. Like I'm just, I have to like take time to assess like, wait, what is happening? Like, let me stop, think, ponder, feel, and then I can proceed. But meanwhile, Dan over here is like- I'm in total <laughs> fight mode. Like, he's already, let's go. He's already booking an Uber. Like we're trying to get, to, he's going up to the street to get a, to get an Uber. And like, I'm, cause then I have to like, lo- I'm locking up the scooters cause you have to use the app yeah. to like lock up everything so you don't get charged for whatever. And so I'm trying to do that. Well, and- here I am with a broken arm trying to, trying to like figure out how do I do this? And Tom is over here. Let me go lock up the scooters. I'm like, Okay. Um. <laughs> we'll kill two birds with one stone. So then, while I was doing yeah. that, you're and then I climb up to the street level, and you're you're literally on the ground, and there's like a couple, yeah, keeled tr- over you, talking to you, yeah. comforting you, trying to uh, <laughs> kill over. I just was getting lightheaded, so I was like, I'm just gonna lay down here because I didn't. Which I didn't again, you're you're very wise to know like how your body's reacting to trauma yeah. and knowing how to yeah. like take care of yourself, which is. It was amazing just to like witness like how composed you were with uh, 
everything that was happening. And so then that couple was so nice. We were joking about this last night. Like they're so nice because they they booked an Uber for us to go to the hospital. But they were out of town. And so they didn't know which hospital to go to. Right. To go to. <laughs> and so the Uber we booked was um, this guy. <laughs> oh my gosh, I still can't believe this happened. He said, yeah, my dad stayed here. Y'all, it was a children's hospital we went to first. <laughs> He took us to the San Antonio Children's Hospital. Yeah. Where, spoiler, Dan could not get care. <laughs> right. They could say, we could assess you, but send you out an ambulance. And I said, that sounds like a waste of time and money. Bye. So then we booked not an Uber, but a Lyft to go to the actual hospital. And yeah. and then it was like, it was crazy. I mean, we were, we're not going to tell the whole story, but we had some moments of like me sitting in the room as they gassed you up and you went out like a light and I I didn't watch them do it. I heard them. I had to turn my head because I couldn't watch. But like I saw them like there's two people. They like grabbed your arm and they like. Yeah. They had <laughs> to snapped set. it in place yeah. or whatever they had to do. Yeah. So they had to set my my uh, distal radius for oh, those of you who care. Any idea what that is. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I had to have sur- surgery the three <laughs> days later because I'm. I did not live in San Antonio. I lived four hours north. And so I had to, <laughs> that was insane. But it was, it all ended well. My, uh, I've got a lovely scar and an amazing I mean, memory. Yeah. I mean, we've had so many trips, like my grandfather dying and the trauma, you breaking your arm and then you being really goofy and loopy when you came out of it. <laughs> Sitting in the bed, we got some yeah. video footage, yes. which yeah. we will not share with our listeners, but it's a beautiful moment in, in time. Of, yeah. uh, Started quoting George Bush. I don't know why that happened, but <laughs> I did. Uh, and I told you, Dan, last night that I refuse to ever visit the Alamo without you. I feel like mm. if, I, if I ever am blessed to visit the Alamo, because we never visited. We, after, that whole thing happened and we had to go to the hospital and then we had to get you back home and it's like we never saw the Alamo. So if I ever see the Alamo, Dan, do you want to remember you. the Alamo with me? I do. I mean, I don't remember it because I've never been. <laughs> right. So you want to? <laughs> I want to remember it, and and yeah, I want you by my side when oh, whenever that happens. So, so listeners, we'll have a follow up convo cast when we visit the Alamo whenever <laughs> that happens in twenty seventy three. Yeah, I don't want to forbid you from ever going there without me, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying for my sake, I could never be at peace if I go there and you're not there on a lime scooter with me. If we don't scooter there, I want you, I want to at least get a photo op of standing on a lime scooter if we don't ride one directly there. I think that would be humorous. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Yeah, it would be uh be something. It'd be something. Well, from uh the hammock at the retreat to life on the road to breaking arms and losing loved ones, what a journey it's been, Dan. And we're just getting started. Dan, thank you for coming on. You're again only the second yobber to come on this show. So thank you. Well, um, the pleasure is all mine. Oh, and being my first in-person guest, I hope you're not the last. I hope other people visit in the studio because it's so. I was telling Dan, it's so much easier to edit these episodes when there's not multiple tracks going. Yeah, on. make life easier for Tom, everyone. Make life easier for Tom. Come visit me in the Jewel of the Blue Ridge in my studio and let's record a podcast. That's the only reason I want you to visit, just to record the podcast. No, adventures will be plenty. There's never a dull moment. 
here in the Blue Ridge. As Dan knows, Dan, you visited multiple times now, and I always appreciate it. Let that seven wing fly, y'all. Let that seven wing fly if you have one, if you're an eight or a six out there listening. Again, you can't have a seven wing if you're a two or a three or a four. Learn the Enneagram. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. Dan, one day we'll do an all Enneagram podcast, and I look forward to your thoughts on that. There's you enough will, of a desire for them. it. There's also a desire not for it out there, but it is yeah. what it is. Eventually, everyone will come to know the light of the Enneagram and how it not only makes you a better human, but it makes you, well, it makes you a better human, but in no, not just in how you understand your wiring, but the big thing for me is understanding, understanding everyone else's wiring and being like, you're oh, not wow. the center of the world. I, yeah. The way I see the world is not the correct way. <laughs> There's nine, well, with Enneagram, there's nine, but even with the nine, there's all the subtypes. We're going too far down the rabbit hole, but um, you can reach out to me anytime. Any Anytime anyone has a question with Enneagram, I welcome. I welcome those questions. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Dan, again, for being on the show. If you guys want to be a yobber like Dan, he's had the time of his life, go to patreon.com slash your other bros and you can become a yobber too and also gain a friend no this can't be guaranteed that you will gain a friend that you'll travel the country with and experience trauma bonds with but it could i'm not saying i'm not saying it won't happen or that you want it to happen (laughs) (laughs) yeah we didn't set out to experience trauma together but we have and so it is so it shall be um thank you dan we look forward to hearing from future yobbers on the show is there anything you want to say in closing to encourage other yobbers like yourself to come to come on the show? Go forth in the power of the Holy Spirit to love and serve the Lord. Amen and amen. <laughs> <laughs> Until we cast our next combo. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.